RacedASA.com's NHRA Weekly Update, hosted by Mike Haig. Make sure to invite people to visit both RacedASA.com and TrackMacRadio.com. This is Mike Haig with Race Day San Antonio, and welcome back to another edition of TrackSmack here on TrackSmackRadio.com. Today's show is the update on what's happening in the NHRA. Well, after a two-week break in the action, we returned to Indianapolis this past weekend at Lucas Oil Raceway for the Dodge NHRA Indy Nationals. The race was presented by Pennzoil, and it marked the third straight race at Lucas Oil Raceway for the NHRA. Now, after a season of struggles, Ron Caps in the NHRA Funny Car class picked up his first win of the season. Also reaching the victory lane was Steve Torrance in Top Fuel, Jake Coughlin Jr. in Pro Stock, and Angel Sampay in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Now, first up today, we're going to talk about what happened in the Top Fuel class. In the final round, we had Terry McMillan facing Steve Torrance. Now, courtesy of Fox Sports and the NHRA, here's Brian Loans with the winning run and the call in Top Fuel. Richard Hogan has been locked down very well today in the tune-up department. Steve Torrance has looked very capable behind the wheel, but Rob Wendland and Terry McMillan have something for them with this new car they built in their own shop three miles from the drag strip. Here we go. Smokes the tires, McMillan's trying to catch him, blows him up in the process, and Torrance wins the drag race. 4.273 seconds at 2.24. Torrance wins on a technical hole shot with a big starting line advantage. Nobody ever said this is an easy game for the drivers at the starting line that have to be so mentally focused because they have an understanding that if two cars run close to the same elapsed time, the driver that's quicker off the line, and what happens, it's hard for me to speculate, it's all conjecture, to guess at what happened to Terry McMillan. Now, the interesting thing is he was very late. There's a chance he could blink. Some of these drivers have said, I got sweat in my eye. Whatever the case was, that did distract him. It was a distraction. Cylinder out. The car's not accelerating like it normally would with eight cylinders. The clutch has gotten behind. When it starts to catch up, he loses traction. He actually ran quicker than Steve Torrance. It's because Steve got off of the mark incredibly good off the starting line that he earned this victory. As we walk over to Steve Torrance, there, like I said, there was pandemonium up here. Steve, you were actually upset up here. Then you found out that you won. You have talked about your mental toughness heading into this weekend. How do you continue that forward? Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, it's frustrating because I ain't the best at pedaling one of these things, but I try to do my job and we go out there and I'm about to suffocate in this deal. We go out there and uh, it knocked the tire off and it kind of surprised me, you know, but. I did the best we could do. Terry, he's a great guy, and I mean, I love his little boy Cameron. I go over there, but Cameron didn't want to talk to me today. He said, hey, I, if we're racing, you can't talk. <laughs> but uh, all the guys at Capco, thank you guys for supporting us. I got my head out of my butt. We're heading home with another Wally, and it's just uh, its a blessing to be able to come back out here and enjoy, get to do what we enjoy doing. We love to race. Everybody does, and maybe, maybe our, our country will overcome these obstacles, and we'll get back to normal real soon. So thankful and we're headed back to Texas.
All right. How about them Capco boys? That was Steve Torrance, the defending back-to-back top field world champion. Now, he picked up his second win of the year. It was his 38th overall victory, by, and he did it by outlasting and outrunning Terry McMillan in the finals with a run that was clocked at 4.273 at 224.17 miles per hour in his 11,000-horsepower Capco contractor's dragster. Now, Torrance smoked the tires and pedaled the car late in the run, and he held off McMillan, who was laid off the starting line. Now, it gave Torrance a whole shot victory, and it was his first victory since the NHRA restart last month, and he got to the final round with victories against Luigi Novelli in the first round, Justin Ashley in the second round, and Leah Pruitt in the semifinals. Now, for Terry McMillan, he reached the final round on Sunday after he qualified number one for the first time in his career. He beat Lex June in the first round, Billy Torrance is Steve's dad in the second round. Then he knocked off points leader Doug Kletter to reach the final round for the ninth time in his racing career. Now for the point standings, Doug Coletta is still the points leader with 436 points. Steve Torrance moves to second. He has 353 points. Then Leah Pruitt is third. Billy Torrance is fourth. Justin Ashley is fifth. Terry McMillan is sixth. Antron Brown is seventh. Clay Milliken is eighth. Sean Langdon is ninth. And Brittany Force rounds out the top ten. Now next up, we're going to move on to Nitro Funny Car, where we had Ron Caps, who picked up his first career win at Lucas Oil Raceway at Indianapolis. He raced to the Funny Car victory on Sunday at the Dodge NHRA Indy Nationals. Once again, here's Brian Loans with the winning run in the call in Nitro Funny Car. They have to make it stick, which is not what happened with J.R. Todd's car coming in. Todd went 4.329 seconds in the semis, spinning the tires. Ron Caps went 4.065, and the track is about the same temperature. 216 miles an hour, that's what they have to fix with the DHL machine. Immediate smoke for J.R. Todd, and Ron Caps finally in his Hall of Fame career will hoist a Wally at Indy. Amazing. Team principal Don Schumacher congratulating Ron Tobler. No way. <laughs> Great reaction for Ron Caps. Someone that knows he won is Ron Caps. And Ron, although it's not the U.S. Nationals, you hoist a Wally right here at the holy grail of racetracks for drivers. When you account the struggle over the last two Indy races, how much meaningful is that trophy? Oh, man, it's not just that. I mean, I want to I want to melt this down and give it to all those uh, Napa people out there that were essential workers through all what we're doing. We, we just want to come out and let people forget about what's going on, put on a show, have fun. But listen, um, this is going to go to my wife. I don't think I've ever given my wife a trophy. We've been coming here 23 years and I've never won at this track. For a driver to say he's won at every track on the circuit, that tells you the talent that is around him. Don Schumacher, Dodge, Pennzoil, especially Napa Auto Parts. Uh, that's a huge accomplishment. I'm so proud to, uh, to drive that race car, but my wife, man, we've been coming to Indy so many years, she lives this dream through me. I get emotional here, but uh, uh, she, she understands the mood swings when you don't do well and you go home and just, uh, it's something we love to do, it's the best job in the world, but our family members that have been coming here for years to be here when I won Indy, I'm so bummed they're not here, but this is going back and it might be a week-long party, I can guarantee you that. Congratulations, Ron and Now, Caps, for the first time in 2020 and the 65th time in his career, 
with a final round run of 4.11 seconds at 294.63 miles an hour in his 11,000 horsepower Napa Auto Parts Dodge Charger SRT Hellcat. Now he beat J.R. Todd in the battle there of the former world champs. Now this gives Don Schumacher Racing its 7th straight funny car win and the organization's 349th overall win. Now Caps beat Tim Wilkerson, Blake Alexander, and Bob Tasca III to reach his first final round of the year and that led to a memorable celebration for the first time with the win at Indy. Now for J.R. Todd, he reached the final round for the first time in 2020 and the 34th overall with victories against Mike McIntyre, Cruz Pettigron and Paul Lee. Now let's take a look at the funny car point standings. Tommy Johnson is out in front with 416 points. Jack Beckman is second with 403 points. Then we have Matt Hagen in third. Ron Caps is now in fourth. Bob Tasca the third is fifth. J.R. Todd is in sixth. Tim Wilkerson is in seventh. Alexis DeJoria is eighth. Paul Lee is ninth. And Cruz Pettigron rounds out the top ten. Now, next up, we're going to move over to Pro Stock, where we had an all-Coughlin final round battle between Jay Coughlin and his nephew, Troy Coughlin Jr. Once again, here's Brian Loans with the winning run in the call in Pro Stock. Lest you think this may lead to some uncomfortable dinner conversation tonight, understand that Troy and Jeggy race at sportsman races all over the country against each other all the time. This is almost old hat to these two guys. Follow one more bit of uh, trivia. You like Mustangs, you're going to root for the red car. You like Chevrolet, root for the yellow car. Split screen. In car with Troy Jr. Rooftop with Jag. And we're going to listen to 500 cubic inch engines at 10,000 RPM right about now. Troy Jr. has problems immediately. Jake Coughlin Jr. has absolutely done the 84th national event victory of his career across all categories. Jake Coughlin Jr. goes 6.680 at 206.92 miles an hour. And the trophy in his retirement year goes into his hand. But the cool thing about this day is you got to race your nephew in the final. When you think back on this memory, what will that mean for your family? Uh, it's, it's huge, man, without question. Uh, you know, Troy Jr.'s uh, been a study of the sport. Uh, you know, since a kid, and uh, you know, I've loved uh, having him come with us uh, week in and week out. To whether we're pro racing or bracket racing, uh, he was always a study. And uh, I knew I'd have my hands full here in the final with him, without question. Uh, he's been knocking the tree over, and we've been pretty good in Old Yeller behind us here. But uh, what a what a weekend! Uh, I want to say hey to Cleve Brown, uh, my uh, my uh, excuse me, my stepsister's husband, uh, who's getting through some of the hard times down in Florida. But uh, we're celebrating this one for you. This one's for you, bud. And uh, Looking forward to uh, getting to the next race. Let's go. Woo! Once again, that was Jay Coughlin Jr. there. That race had the makings of a really good event, but unfortunately, Troy just had trouble off the line. Now, Jay went down the track with a winning run clocked at 6.680 seconds at 206.92 miles per hour in his Jags.com Chevrolet. This gave the points leader his second win of the year. It was his 65th in his career. Now, Jay Coughlin, who's retiring from full-time racing following this season, knocked off Val Smeelin in the first round, then Elite Motorsports teammate Alex Laughlin in the second round. Then he knocked off longtime rival Greg Anderson to reach his 114th final and the first against his nephew in NHRA Pro Stock competition. Now, for Troy Coughlin Jr., he beat fellow class rookie Kyle Koretsky in the first round. Then he knocked off teammate and defending world champion Erica Enders in the second round. Then he took down 
down Jason Line in the semifinals, who won the previous race at Indy a few weeks ago. Now, looking at the updated Pro Stock point standings, Jake Coughlin has the lead with 414 points. Jason Line is in second with 370 points. Then Erica Enders is third with 337 points, followed by Greg Anderson with 225. Alex Laughlin is fifth. Chris McGahey is sixth. Kenny Delco is seventh. Bo Butner is in eighth. Matt Hartford is ninth. And Aaron Stanfield rounds out the top 10 in the point standings for Pro Stock. Now, last but not least today is Pro Stock Motorcycle, where we had a very emotional scene in Pro Stock with Angel Sampe picking up the win. Once again, we're going to go back to Brian Loans. Here's the winning run in the call in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Angel Sampe is chasing her 43rd win in her 74th career final round. Chris Bostic is chasing win number one in the world of NHRA Pro Stock Drag Racing. And if the hair on the back of your neck isn't standing up yet, it might be in a minute. Angel pre-stage, here we go. First final of these Dodge Indianats presented by Pennzoil. And Boston's gonna make her think about it. Angel's double one of the Christmas tree. Pushing all of that tension away, pushing all the possibilities of negativity away. Angel grabs her first win in nearly half a decade. Pro level stop, 688-0 at 196. You know, for Chris Bostic, it's a game try, but the downside, the fallout of doing that to, to an accomplished veteran, a multi-time champion, is sometimes you poke the pair and that thing will bite you. And she had a 001 light, so he was with her to about 300 feet, nearly identical times, but it was at that point that Vance and Hines, that kind of horsepower just took over. Well, guys, I don't know if you heard that when she took off her helmet. She said, this is my it's day. My day. And Angel, with all of that tension at the starting line, you pulled off a double one reaction time. Yes. How, how do you do it? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I just kept, I just kept, I tried to stay calm. I didn't know if they were going to get the bike fixed. And Chris was doing such a good job. And luck seemed to be on his side. And I just said, I'm going to put all my fears in God. And I'm just going to stay calm. And they got it fixed. And. Oh my God, thank you, Vance and Hans and Holly Davidson. Holly Davidson, I told you I was going to do this. I told you I was going to do it. I bet you thought I was dead, but I'm not dead. No, happy birthday to me. Yes, finally, 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 finally. Now, once again, that was Angel Sampe. Very emotional uh, victory there at the end, and we apologize uh, for the uh, audio technical difficulties that Fox was having there. But, again, the uh, audio there was all courtesy of Fox Sports and uh, Brian Loans in the NHRA. Now, let's talk about Angel. She uh, picked up her first win since 2016. It was her 43rd overall victory. She went down the track in 6.880 seconds at 196.07 miles per hour in the final round on her Vance and Hines Harley Davidson EBR to beat Chris Bostic in the final round there. Now, Sampe, who celebrated her birthday on Friday, won for the third time in Indy. She knocked off Steve Johnson in the first round, the defending world champion Andrew Hines in the second round round and then took down Scotty Polachek in the semifinals to reach the final round, adding another impressive victory to her career. She's the winningest female competitor in Pro Stock Motorcycle. Now for Bostic, he was kind of like an underdog on Sunday, but he reached the final round with wins against Angie Smith in the first round, Ryan Ayler, who won the previous race at Indy in the second round, and then he took down multi-time champion Eddie Krawick in the semifinals. 
Bostic's time across the line was clocked at 6.950 seconds at 191.78 miles per hour on his Suzuki motorcycle. Now, looking at the Pro Stock motorcycle point standings, the updated point standings here, Ryan Ayler is out in front with 172 points. Then Angel Sampe is second at 168. Matt Smith is in third at 165. Eddie Kraywick is fourth. Then Andrew Hines is in fifth. Scotty Polachek is sixth. Seventh is Hector Arana Jr. Eighth is Chris Bostic. And ninth is Angie Smith. And rounding out the top 10 is John Hall. Now, before I wrap up today's NHRA update, the Southern Nationals was the next race that was supposed to be run on August 28th through the 30th at Atlanta Dragway. Unfortunately, due to COVID-19, that race has been canceled. The NHRA had to make this difficult decision after an exhausted deliberation with the track representatives, health officials, and government authorities. Now, the NHRA and Atlanta Dragway came to this conclusion after carefully weighing the significance of the 40th anniversary of the NHRA Southern Nationals. The anniversary of the historic race will be celebrated next year in 2021. Now, anybody listening who had tickets for that race will receive more information from the NHRA via an email soon, and they are going to be encouraged to visit NHRA.com to learn about their options, what they can do with those tickets. So that leaves the NHRA now with a lengthy break. We won't have racing again until September 3rd through the 6th, where we will come back to Indianapolis for a fourth time this season that race will be the denzo spark plugs nhra u.s nationals at lucas oil raceway at indianapolis i'll have further information on my website racedaysa.com so check that out for more updates about the u.s nationals on labor day weekend at indy and that about wraps up today's nhra update again my name is mike Hague. i appreciate you listening today be sure and check out my website race day san antonio racedaysa.com for more information and pictures and stories on on the NHRA, also NASCAR and IndyCar and other forms of motorsports coverage is on that website as well. I also want to encourage you to check out TracksmackRadio.com where we have all the archives of our shows for Don Hall and I. Don and I will be back later in the week, so I'm hope hopefully you have a good week and we'll see you soon. Take care. RacedaySA.com's NHRA weekly update hosted by Mike Hay. Make sure to invite people to visit both racedaysa.com and tracksmacradio.com.